Welcome to Common Sense Choices, and I'm Linda Tupin. I'm so excited about this. I just have to tell you, I've been so excited about this. First of all, Google told me this morning that you will make 35,000 choices today. Oh, look, there's Ivan. We already, you get to meet the people in my house. Well, the fur people in my house. That's Ivan the Terrible. Anyway, and he'll be up here. I'm sure he'll want to see you closer up. But anyway, um, Google told me that you made 35,000 choices today. Yeah, that was a surprise to me too. I didn't know that we made 35,000 choices a day, but we do. And when you clicked play, you invited me into your space. And that was a choice. And I'm honored. Oh my gosh, I am honored and privileged. You know, God gives us this amazing gift called time. And he gives us 168 hours a week, which equates to 10,800 minutes. And you took a few of those minutes to allow me to be in your head and to be in your space. And I take that very seriously. Um, in fact, it was my prayer before we got started that something I say would encourage you, lift you, um, challenge you, and help you dig deep to find courage, bravery, to dig deep into your gifts that you have been gifted to live your life and to be self-actualized. So that's a big prayer, but I'm excited. And I hope you're excited about this adventure as well. <laughs> now, if I was a journalist, I would probably be saying, Linda, why are you doing this? What is this thing that you're doing? Why are you doing it? How's it going to end? How many of these episodes are you going to do? What's the purpose of these episodes? And what's your qualifications to even do this? That's fair. Those are fair journalistic questions. And so let's just start at the beginning with my qualifications. Uh, for those of you who do not know me, I live in Kentucky, was born in southeastern Kentucky uh, in a very modest home. We uh, had Holstein cattle. We had a dairy farm. And for those of you who are bovine challenge, Holsteins are the black and white ones that are out there in the field. And because of that upbringing, I was gifted as a child, unbeknownst to me, this amazing milking the cow mentality. That's how I brand that milking the cow mentality. Because see, when you milk cows for a living, you can't miss work. Like if you get sick, you kind of have to get up at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. because the cows have to be milked at exactly the same time every single day. And so you just learn to roll with the punches and you develop this milking the cow mentality. When people died in my family, we buried them in the middle of the day and we went back to work. That doesn't mean we didn't grieve, but we learned to deal with things, I think, in a very healthy way. And that developed a strong work ethic and a milking the cow mentality that has served me well in my life. And so anyway, so that was my childhood. And I went away to college to Eastern Kentucky University, and that's a first-generation college, if you don't know. And so um, it was there that I started waiting tables at Frisch's. I put myself through college by waiting tables at Frisch's, just off of the I-75 Richmond, Kentucky exit, in case you're wondering. And I was on a work-study program where I actually worked at the dairy farm on campus. And so that reduced the amount of money that I had to borrow to go to college. And I ended up owing at the end of college about $6,000. And it took me about, I think maybe five or six years to pay that off after I graduated college. And so from there, I began my career as a home economics instructor in a small rural school in Southern Indiana. 
And uh, I taught middle school and high school and all the areas of home economics, which is a very broad topic. You go from interpersonal relations to child development, to marriage and family living, to clothing, foods, it goes on and on. And so I did that in the late 1970s and the early 1980s. And while I was teaching school, I was also waiting tables at Rocky Sub Pub. <laughs> it was a little hole in the wall place. It was incredibly, incredibly popular. And I would work there on the weekends and some nights during the week. And then I would sponsor every club. They would let me sponsor at school for extra money. And then when there was a home game, they would uh, pay me $5 to work the door. You see, sometimes you don't know what you want to be when you grow up, but you know what you don't want to be. And we'll probably do a whole episode on just that topic of how do you make those kind of decisions. And sometimes you don't know, but you just make a list of what you don't know and work in the opposite direction. And what I knew was I didn't want to be poor. You know, people say to me all the time, you know, Linda, money doesn't buy you happiness. That's fair. That's fair. You're right. Money doesn't buy you happiness but money buys you choices. And when you don't have any money, you don't have any choices. And poor only looks good in the movies. And I don't wanna be poor. And so during that time period in the early 1980s, I was presented with an opportunity to do an in-home business. And I began to build a multi-million dollar national and international organization in my home while teaching. And gradually eased myself fully into that and for 38 years, I built an enormously financial um, sales organization uh, full of people that I love and adore. And so that's how I came to be here. <laughs> that's how I came to be here. And, here, you know, guys, you don't have to have a degree to be an expert on something. Uh, do y'all know Malcolm Gladwell? He wrote this book called Blink. No, no, he wrote Blink, but not Blink, but Outliers, Outliers. And in there, there's a chapter called the 10,000 hour principle. And he said in there that in order to be a professional, you just need 10,000 hours at something, okay? I've had 10,000 hours at a whole lot of something in my almost seven decades of living. And my guess is you have 10,000 hours at a whole lot of stuff either. And so you don't need a degree behind your name to know what in the heck you're doing. And when you compare, when you combine that life experience with natural intellect, you're going to end up with common sense. And that's where this podcast is going, is common sense choices. We're going to explore all kinds of topics in our time together. But I want you to trust your instincts. I want you to trust your gut. You've got common sense. You don't need a lot of experts telling you what is right in front of your face. I don't need a meteorologist degree, a meteorology degree to look outside and know it's raining. I don't need a political science degree to look outside and think, whoo, things aren't going real well in our country right now. So let's trust our instincts and let's all gather around the word common sense here for a little bit. So anyway, so I, um, you know, I've raised two children. I have two grandkids that I absolutely adore. And in my lifetime, I've been a daughter. I've been a wife, I've been a mother, I'm a Christian, a community member, and I've been a friend, and I've been a mentor to many people. And those are my qualifications. And I also, 
also absolutely believe wholeheartedly that in personal responsibility, it's kind of my middle name. I think it will probably be on my tombstone, personal responsibility. And I believe that we are where we are by the choices we have made or we've allowed others to make for us. Let me say that again, because I kind of slapped you. Uh, I am where I am by the choices I have made or I've allowed others to make for me. In fact, I feel so strongly about that, that I recorded my first episode in my living room because I have a seven foot piece of art in my home, a second, that says that I am where I am by the choices I have made or I have allowed others to make for me. Take a deep cleansing breath. If you woke up this morning and you weren't really super excited about the direction of your life, don't blame your spouse or your significant other. You chose them. If you woke up this morning and you didn't jump out of bed with excitement or you weren't looking forward to your life, don't blame your children. See, children aren't born to fulfill you as an adult, as a parent. That's not their job. That's not fair. If you woke up this morning and you weren't excited, don't blame your boss. You choose to go there. <laughs> and in the year 2021, you could have like 50 different jobs tomorrow. If you don't like your state rules, move states. We are where we are by the choices we've made or we have allowed others to make for us. And boy, that has all new meaning after the two years that we have all lived together. And so obviously that's real important to me. And that's why this is the name of my podcast, Common Sense Choices. So, so what is this? Okay. Those are my qualifications. So what is this? Well, first of all, as I call it a podcast and it's an audio and video. So you, some of you are watching me and some of you are listening to me. It's all the same, but you guys, I don't, I don't even really like embrace that because that's not the way I see it as like, okay, you're going to do a podcast. I'm going to create a family and I want you in it. I'm going to create a community and I want you to be part of it. That's what I'm creating. It's a place that we can gather. It's a place that you feel safe and you feel at home, but you feel challenged. And just like families, there'll be lively discussions. There'll be guest speakers. There'll be things you disagree with. That's okay. As long as everyone expresses their opinion in a respectful and dignified way, we'll all get along just fine. All right. And I'm not going to be shy. I'm not going to hold back. I can be real direct if I need to be. But I believe that we can create a better world, but it has to start with each and every one of us. And so this is not a lot more than just a podcast. It's a whole community. It's a family. And it's not just me spewing words at you either. It's going to be a place where I get to know you in the days and the weeks and the months and possibly even the years ahead. I'm, I'm kind of in this for the long haul, okay? And I'll figure it out as I go along. And so some of you might be saying, well, how often will you do these episodes? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Some people tell me they people do them like every few days. And some people say you do them once a week. And some people say you do them twice a month. And some people say you do them once a month. I think it's whenever the spirit moves you. <laughs> That's what I think. And so we'll get on topics because everything is on the table. Well, not everything is on the table, but a lot of things are going to be on the table. And, you know, 
it's going to be audience driven. And so, you know, we may get go down a rabbit hole and start talking about a topic and and what have you. And that's okay. And we may spend days on it. And then there may be a break and we go down a different, we go into a different topic. So anyway, so I don't know how often they're going to be released. So where can you find these recordings? Okay, well, first of all, if you're my friend or follower on social media, they'll be plastered Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, personal page, Facebook, uh, professional page, uh, YouTube. If you're a subscriber to my YouTube channel, they'll be there. There'll be an opportunity in the text uh, above this video where you can click a link and submit your name, email, and text uh, or cell number. And you can get these by way of email and text. That way you don't lose anything, that you won't miss anything. And But the main place, like the home for my family, the home for you and I, is going to be a website. It's my website, lindatupin.com. Tupin is T as in Thomas, O-U-P as in Peter, I-N. I've only said that 5 million times in my life. Tupin, like two ink pens. Okay, lindatupin.com. That's going to be the hub. That's where we're going to be. And here's what you're going to find in that website. You're going to find a home for my podcast, for any blogs. It will be a place for us to visit. Now, I'm going to read all your comments on social media. I'm going to get feedback on social media. I'm going to give you homework. I'll read all of that. But lindatupin.com is where the main stuff will happen. There will be a tab in there where you can actually join Linda's team. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I don't have a name for it yet. But those are the special people who want more skin in the game. They put more skin in the game. They get more time with me. We have private Zooms. I'm available for private, just advice, live advice. And so there'll be a tab for that. And then there's another tab called, what am I calling it? It's called all the things I didn't know I needed. <laughs> it's things that will have my mantra on it that you can buy. Okay. I am where I am by the choices I have made or allowed others to make for me. And who knows what might develop out of that in the future, but it will be fun. So lindatupin.com is in all of these other places is where everything will be. Okay. So um, I answered all those questions, my qualifications, when the episodes will be released, where can you find it? What in the heck is this? And now let's get to a little bit more serious question is why am I doing this? Why, why am I bothering? Okay. I just retired a few years ago. And for those of you who do know me personally, you know that I love to nothing more than travel. I love to especially go out West. I love to rent a Jeep without any destination and take the back roads and the dirt roads and just kind of see where I land and meet the, meet the ordinary people, meet the ordinary people and see the ordinary sights. I just love it. I could be doing that for the rest of my life, but I don't think that's really really everything God has in store for me. So, so there's three reasons I'm doing this. The first reason is um, something changed in me when I turned 60. I actually began to change my daily affirmation. And the daily affirmation I changed was what I told myself. And I said, the best 30 years of my life are ahead of me. And that's a big affirmation. And I want you to process what I just said. The best 30 years of your life are ahead of you. And some of you, it's the best 70 years. And some of you, it's the best five years. But the best years of your life are ahead of you. And the moment I did that, 
It was like I was 30 again, and I got to relive the last 30 years of my life. What would I do different with the amount of wisdom and knowledge and common sense that I have now that I didn't have then? How would that look differently? And that was incredibly empowering. Like it was like it changed everything. It changed eating habits. It changed movements. It changed the way I viewed the world. It was like, oh my gosh, I get to do it all over again. I get this like once in an opportunity. So when I turned 60, that was my affirmation. It's still my affirmation. At 65, I retired from my sales career, but I never felt more emotionally and physically stronger. In fact, it kind of felt like I was just getting started. <laughs> you know, I was like, whoa. Well, that was quick. I'm just now kind of getting started. I'm just now kind of figuring out this thing called life. And so then I did what a lot of us have to do. And I want you to do with our time together in the days and weeks and months ahead is I want you to start examining your gifts. Okay. God gives each one of us beautiful gifts and we each one of us have a beautiful purpose in this world. And sometimes we just have to work a lot real hard to figure it all out. But uh, so I begin to look at my gifts and my gifts may not be your gifts and your gifts may not be my gifts. That doesn't, that, that doesn't matter. When we all combine our gifts together, we can make a really beautiful thing together. It's one of the ways that you become more is you hang around people who think different than you, bigger than you, stronger than you, and you eventually become like those people. So that's my intent. Now that was the first reason. <laughs> There's two more. Okay. So why in the heck am I doing that? The second reason is more of a cultural reason. <sighs> I'm sure a lot of you are just like me and you're concerned about our culture. And some of us are gravely concerned. And I would say most of you are gravely concerned about what's happening to us as a group of humans in the world, in our country, in our towns, in our school boards, What's happening to us? And so I've been gravely concerned. And I want to do my part to bring back calm, logic, reason, stability, and common sense. I can bring those things to the table, and so can you. And also, I absolutely refused and will continue to refuse to be programmed to see our differences. It goes against my very soul. I will not be part of it. I believe that there are powers that be, whatever the powers that be, it might be politicians or Hollywood or sports figures or media. I don't care what you think the powers that be are, but you don't have to be an expert to look out and think there is a powerful source that is not in our best interest that is trying to divide us. It's trying to force us to see differences instead of similarities. Okay, so you guys, I refuse to participate. I happen to believe in myself. I happen to believe in you. And that's all I need. All right. Number three, probably lastly is, uh, and I don't get frightened very often, but this is kind of in that category of being frightened by the level of programming that we have all just been put through in the past two years. And I've spent my entire life studying people, human behavior, understanding the power of words, words are the most powerful weapon on earth for good or for evil. And that as a man thinketh, so is he and whatever you allow in your head is what you become. Anyway, I became frightened at the amount of programming because I have studied it my whole life. You guys, I know the power of programming words are the most powerful weapon on earth for good or for evil. And 
depending on how much time you spent in your social media feed, how much time you spent on news channels, how much time you listened to all of it, is it shifted people and not necessarily in a better way. And so I'm here to provide some deprogramming, right? Okay, so what's the end purpose? What's the end result? Why in the heck, you know, what do I hope to achieve? I just really want to be surrounded with common sense people. I want to develop a place for people to find other people who have logical and critical thinking skills. I'm looking for independent thinkers. This will not be a political place. We will not be mentioning any politician's name. In fact, it would be great if we reduce the amount of politics in our life by about 99%. Do I get an amen? I was raised Southern Baptist. Amen every now and then helps. We will talk about policy. We'll talk about laws. We'll talk about that stuff. We're just not going to name politicians because I really have no interest in watching people's heads explode in my comment section. Um, I want you to feel my purpose of all this is to leave everything, every episode feeling empowered. I want you to feel confident that you're building your very best self, not only for yourself, but for your God, for your family, for your community and for the world, and that you're beginning to look at our similarities and not our differences. So what are we going to talk about? everything. We're going to talk about everything. We'll probably start with ourselves and our brain and how it works. I've got some guest speakers that I would like to invite. Um, uh, my little special group over at lindatupin.com, they'll help me direct all of this and they'll give me ideas. Whoever chooses to put more skin in this game and do it with me and, and play at a higher level with me. So we'll, we'll do all that. Um, I'm sure you've already learned if you're at least two decades old that you can't change people. So I'm not trying to change people. Um, you also cannot motivate anybody else, but you can inspire other people to be their very best. And um, I believe that each one of us was born for a mighty purpose. And that if we surround ourselves with other people like that, then we can uh, become a force to be reckoned with. So anyway, so what are we going to talk about? So we'll talk about you. We'll talk about our head, our brains, how they work. We'll talk about just life skills, money management, time management, attitude management, organization tips. Heck, I was a home ec teacher. We'll talk about, I might bring you in my kitchen sometime. And I'm a real good organizer, ask anybody I know. Um, real good at all that. Coping skills, just coping skills. My goodness, we make 35,000 decisions a day. There's a whole lot of things that we can make decisions about. You know, um, those little bitty decisions. And by the way, I'm going to give you some homework on choices. Did I mention that to you, that those 35,000 choices you're making? I want you to write down for me in the comment section and then in a notebook, uh, and I may have a little special notebook designed for this that you can like buy from me. But anyway, I want you to write down in your notebook, like some of the choices you made today. I want you to become very cognizant, aware of these 35,000 choices. Like little choices over a long period of time make a big difference. Like I grew up in the South, drank sweet tea became an adult, didn't want to make two pictures because one person drank sweet tea and one people person drank unsweet. So I learned to drink unsweet tea. Now I have at least eight to 16 ounces of tea every single day of my entire life. Can you imagine how much weight I would have gained in my lifetime by putting that much sugar in my body by one little decision? That's what I'm talking about. So I want you to make like, um, that's your homework. Okay. Everybody got homework in the comment section. Go ahead. If you know, okay, I made a decision today to 
I, I picked up a candy bar and ate it instead of the apple on my counter. That's a decision. Okay. It doesn't matter what the decisions were. I decided to go pick up my kids at school instead of sending somebody. And as a result of that decision, we had a great conversation on the way home. Little bitty things. I want you to be cognizant of all these decisions that you make. And I want you to put some in the comment section for me. And then I want you to start a little notebook and I want you to start categorizing and begin to catalog some of the decisions that you're making because all of this is going to have a ripple effect into the universe. All right. And it's not just the, your life that we're all changing and my life that I'm changing. We have the power with our words and our actions to change generations of people that aren't yet born. Think about that. Your power, you're so powerful. You have the ability with your words, your thoughts, your actions, and your choices to change generations that haven't been born. That's way cool. So that's what we're doing. Okay. For those of you who don't know, I'm a meme collector of those funny little memes. I try to post some every single week. If you've got any funny ones, you can just send them on to me and I collect those and post those. And last but not least, micro, I know you're out there. I know you are. And you're my soulmate. I can finish your sentences. I post things that you post sometimes ahead of you. But you know what? You don't know I exist, but now that I have my own podcast, you can come and find me. <laughs> All right, you guys, enough on our first episode. I hope you enjoyed. It was a blessing. I can't wait to get to know you. Can't wait to read your comments. Can't wait to have you part of my family.